You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Trainer Fred and welcome to episode number 38 of Bodies by Design Radio. I'm here with my co-host, Coach Donovan. Hey man, what's going on? How you doing? How you feeling? Man, feeling great today. Yeah, I feel like uh, I went to bed at nine o'clock last night, got a lot of sleep, so I'm energized, ready to roll. How about you? No, we, we, sound, we sound like old men talking about it when we went to sleep. 9 p.m. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's, you know, it, you know, recently my life has changed too, to where our schedule has gotten, gotten so much better to where uh, I, I'm, I'm getting the proper sleep that I need. And it's just, it's just life changing. Life changing. And it's funny because that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. But um, today I'm really excited about this podcast because this is for all of you fit people. This is for all of you people that are already active, the ones that are already working out, the ones that are already eating well. And um, unfortunately, what happens is that we make some mistakes too. And there are five mistakes that healthy people make. And I know you and I are both guilty of this. And we wanted to cover those five things because if these five things are covered and they are paid more attention to during your lifespan of being an active human, you can actually avoid a lot of injuries and you can get a lot more better results from the workouts that, um, that you're putting so much work into and the foods that you are, you know, paying a lot of money for and, and preparing. And, but these are gaps that we can really fill in and, uh, really amplify all the results that you guys are actually looking, looking to get. So you're, if you're listening to this one, you're definitely one of those types of people. You work out a lot, you take care of yourself, you eat really well, uh, but there are some unhealthy skeletons that in, in the closet that we need to address. And there are five mistakes that are frequently committed by health conscious people. And Donovan is going to cover number one. So let's just dive into it, man. What is number one? There's a big one. You are sleep deprived. And in Gallup poll surveys, 56% of the adult population reported that drowsiness is just a regular part of their daytime and that means more than half of the population doesn't get adequate sleep really think about that for a second and i know you can relate there's moments in your life where you just don't get enough sleep and the way you feel throughout the day it's is affected by that but the thing is a lot of people are going through this and it's a normal part of their life they don't even realize that they feel this way anymore so another point uh, from the Gallup surveys is healthy adults require seven to eight hours of sleep each night. And when you fail to meet this need for your body, it goes into what we call sleep debt, which can, it continues to accumulate indefinitely until you catch up. Yeah. And you got to think about it. A lot of people will say, you know, I only slept four hours last night. I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to, to catch up today. That catch up game becomes a little bit dangerous because your body is already feeling the effects and those effects don't just go away because you got a good night's sleep the next night. Like you have to accumulate good nights of sleep in order to combat what you've been doing with your lack of sleep. So a lack of sleep negatively affects your immune system immediately and your nervous system and interferes, it interferes with healthy hormone release and cellular repairs. 
This is the part we take for granted. We don't understand. We don't just feel tired, but our body is trying to figure out what to do with this fatigue. And it, it goes directly to our immune system and it affects everything that is a system in our body. So the best way to combat sleep deprivation is to set a scheduled bedtime. Now, this sounds elementary when you hear it. I understand. But think about this. We have all kinds of things going on in our life, things we need to be reminded of, things that are on our schedule. And we have these devices that we're walking around with that we use for everything. Yeah. Why not set these reminders for the most important things in your life? And if sleep is not up there with one of the most important things, then I would challenge you to reevaluate how you're doing things. Your body will benefit from a consistent sleep and walking routine or waking routine. And you're sure to get all the rest you need if you set this scheduled bedtime and stick with it. If you have trouble falling asleep once you're in bed, then try these two tips. First, make sure that you don't drink any caffeinated beverages after lunchtime. Yeah. A lot of people have that afternoon crash. And the first thing you're looking for is some more caffeine. Yeah. So my challenge for you would be just to make it through that crash until your body becomes, um, it becomes adapted to just giving you the natural energy. Second, don't eat for three hours before you go to bed. Okay. Now, this rule isn't for everybody, but this may work for you, right? For a large majority of people, if you don't eat close to bed, then your body is able to shut down better because it's not processing food. Um, it helps to eliminate sleepy um, nights. It, it helps to or, uh, eliminate the indigestion. And also it helps to turbocharge your weight loss if that's your goal. So really think about that. Being sleep deprived is really affecting you. Let's move on to number two. Yeah, this is a really big one. And I, I have to confess that I still kind of suffer from this uh, mistake on a daily basis. I have to remind myself. Number two is that you're dehydrated. Uh, it's been said that 75% of the population is not just dehydrated, but chronically dehydrated. How could that possibly be? If we have water all around us, you got filtered water out of fridges, you got, you live in a, in a society where there's clean water all around you where you can just drink and stay hydrated. So you got to ask yourself, when was the last time you actually drank like eight glasses of water or let's say a, a gallon of water or half a gallon of water? And it just sounds daunting, but I've got a set of reminder for myself. I've got this, um, I've got this one liter bottle that I have. process. Um, dehydration occurs whenever your fluid leaves your body, then is taken in. So symptoms include fatigue, irritability, you got headaches, you got nausea, you got rapid heart rate, and in extreme cases, even death. Uh, dehydration also slows your metabolism down, which hinders your weight loss. So we have a lot of clients that crash in the middle of their workouts, and they're trying to figure out what happened. And then we look back at a couple of I ask them, I'm like, hey, did you drink enough water? And they think back, they're like, man, I just haven't had that much water. So you can demand a lot out of your body if your body is already in dehydration mode. So you shouldn't really wait until you're feeling thirsty or dry mouth to get water because at that point, damage has already been done. So instead of constantly like, instead of constant, uh, instead you got to constantly hydrate throughout the day to avoid dehydration. The best way to do this is to incorporate water into your 
uh, into your daily schedule. Uh, have a bottle of water with you at your desk, uh, you know, whenever you train, uh, whenever you go out, whenever you're in your car, and just get in the habit of just having water around you at all times. And one thing you got to make sure is that you, you don't want to take a 16-ounce uh, bottle of water and just pound the whole thing at one time. You got to just sip on that water and just allow it to just get, get absorbed by your body and then release whatever your body does not want. So being chronically dehydrated is, is something that so many fit people don't even think about until it's a little too late. So get ahead of the game, get hydrated. And one of the best ways you can start the hydration is to have water as soon as you wake up in the morning. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three, you're stressed out. And I know you just heard that and you're like shaking your head. Yes, that's me. So I don't have to tell you that we're living in a fast paced world and that most of us have stress levels that are through the roof, right? Um, but what you might not realize is that your stress levels are making you fat. Again, just like sleep deprivation, when you have this stress going on, it affects a lot of things. So it creates an increase in hormone than the hormone cortisol. And chronic stress creates a chronic increase in cortisol. Uh, anytime you hear that word chronic, you know that there's a problem that's been building up a lot over time. So this is a problem because it slows your metabolism down and leads to cravings and is linked to greater levels of abdominal fat storage. So if you're having trouble losing weight or you see that weight building up around your abdominal area, there's a very good chance that your stress levels are high and those stress levels are probably affecting your sleep. So this vicious cycle of stress and weight gain goes around and around. Stress causes you to eat emotionally and your raised cortisol levels cause that food to be stored as fat. So the vicious cycle is real. One of the most effective ways to instantly eliminate stress is to sit down and write out a list of all the things that are bothering you. As humans, and you might be able to relate to this, what happens is we store a lot of stuff in our head and we just continue on about our days uh, and we don't understand that we have all this information that if we just wrote it out sometimes, there's things we can just release and things that really aren't that big of a deal, but they're, they're accumulating in your head. So this should include things that you, know, you need to get done, write those things down, issues that weigh on your mind and anything you believe contributes to your stress level. Just write it all out. Once it's all down on paper, organize it like a to-do list and start resolving each one, one at a time. So if you look at the entire list, you may feel a little overwhelmed, right? But if you say, all right, I'm gonna take care of these things one at a time, then what happens is you start to build this momentum of relieving stress. So doing this will get the stress off of your mind and will put your body into a motion of resolving each issue. And when you feel like you're resolving things, automatically you gain more energy. So let's really take control of that stress and uh, get better at just writing things down. Number four, you eat out too often. This is a big one because we live in a society where there's a restaurant just right around the corner from wherever we are. You drive up and down the street and it's just, they're just everywhere to your right, to your left. You just can't avoid them. And research has shown that out of four meals per day, the average American is eating out once a day. That's pretty staggering numbers. And that's why there's so many restaurants out there because there's customers to support them. 
restaurant foods are designed to do one thing, guys. It's it's designed to just taste good. It, it increases your pleasure each time you load it up with fat and salt and sugars. And this causes you to eat way more calories than you actually need. So even if you order a healthy, quote unquote, healthy item, you're still taking in a lot more fat grams than you would if you had prepared it for yourself at home. Imagine the last time you ordered a salad. Uh, what did it come out with? It came out with all kinds of dressings and croutons and cheese sprinkles and all this different stuff that comes with it because the salad by, by, by itself is lame. So they got to dress it up to make sure you're getting what you want. And also restaurants don't feed your stomach, they feed your eyes. So sometimes the plates are two times, three times as big as, as, as they should be. So the main reason people eat out is, is for convenience. And so with a little organization, you'll find that like prepping your own meals takes less time than you actually think it would. Uh, on the weekend, just sit down and plan out your, your meals for the week. Then go to the grocery store and actually get the ingredients and the things that you wrote down that you want to eat instead of just uh, blindly just grabbing stuff off the shelf. Um, if you have a, a, a job that allows you to pack your lunch and take your snacks with you, make sure you do that before you go to bed. That way, when you wake up, you don't have that anxiety of what are you going to eat for lunch the following day. And, uh, and whenever you're preparing your dinner at home, make enough for at least yourself, your family, and some for the next day. So this right here can accumulate into some really good healthy habits of preparing your food and you'll save a ton of money as well too because if you think about if if you're eating out once a day and that meal is costing you ten dollars a day that's seventy dollars a week that's three hundred dollars a month so that's a lot that can add up over a long period of time which is again close to four thousand dollars a year if you're just eating out once a day so you can definitely do a lot more with that $4,000 if you're just taking care of yourself and preparing your own food at home. And your weight and your goals will accelerate as well too. Your weight loss and your, your goals will accelerate and you'll just be much happier. All right, moving on to number five. Number five, you're on exercise autopilot. So um, a lot of people who don't have guidance or coaching, they end up doing the same thing each and every time that mm -hmm. you exercise. You do the same machine, same pace, same duration. And while your routine, uh, it feels comfortable, your results get halted. And so we, one of the things that is a benefit of being in a facility like ours at Bodies by Design is the coaching, the way we design things is our clients will never do the same workout twice. And we design these specifically to make sure that they're adapting um, once they start to adapt that they're hit with a new exercise that's going to challenge them for what the goal, goals are. So having coaching around can make a big difference. But even if you're say you're not able to afford coaching for some reason, and you're still willing to go at least get your workout in, challenge yourself to do some new things. A plateau occurs when your body adapts to your routine and weight loss stops. It's an incredibly frustrating uh, thing to go through, but it's totally avoidable. So you don't have to increase the amount of time that you spend exercising in order to see quicker and faster results. It's all about challenging your body in new and different ways. So there's two simple ways to instantly increase the effectiveness of your exercise routines. First, increase your pace, challenge it with more intensity. Secondly, I'm sorry, secondly, increase your intensity. So your pace and intensity are important. A lot of times you get, it's easy, especially if you're working out on your own. 
to be really comfortable, kind of go through the motions, which again, better than sitting on the couch. But if you're looking to actually get these benefits of your exercise, you want to challenge the pace that, that you work at, challenge the intensity, how, how tight you squeeze your reps, um, constantly vary your speed and intensity in order to keep your muscles guessing and adapting. Uh, another way to break through the exercise plateau is to do something totally new. If you're regular use, regularly use machines, then start using free weights. We use a ton of free weights in our facility because it forces you to uh, be the stabilizer. Your body has to stabilize that weight that you're carrying. When you're on a machine, it's great for building specific muscle, but it doesn't force you to stabilize. So you'll adapt more if you get into the free weights. If you normally jog on a treadmill, then start using a bike. Again, simple little changes that force you to, you know, add some excitement to your workouts and just do things a little bit different. So Fred, I know you can talk about this too. This is one of our specialties at Bodies by Design where we create workouts for people to constantly be challenged just enough to move them past these limits. Yeah. And you know, it's the best part is if we go back a little bit on our on our on our history on our personal history, there's so many different types of fitness that we've done, right? We have done bodybuilding, we have been part of strength and conditioning programs of sports, we've done endurance, we've done, um, we've done yoga, we've done Pilates, we've done all these different we've, we've engulfed ourselves personally as coaches into all of these different techniques, and taken the best part of each one and integrated them by fusing them into our program. And this is one of the reasons I strongly believe that so many of our clients come back, our retention rate is so high, and also our results are, are so great too, is because we're constantly preaching what we need to change things up at all times, we need to make sure we're doing things properly, and we need to make sure that you are safe. So if you are one of these people that are healthy, that are working out, that are pushing yourself, that are maximizing yourself, go back and look at the five things that we just listed and just put your finger on one or two of those things and see and, and be truthful to yourself. Because like I said, I can tell you off that list, dehydration is my number one problem. So I've got to make sure that I drink my water first thing in the morning and I continue it. And sometimes life gets in the way and I look back and I'm like, man, I didn't get a chance to drink enough water today. And there's no catching up. You can't just load up at the end of the night just because you didn't drink throughout the day. So just make sure you put your finger on one or two of those things and start to work on them and make sure that you incorporate that into your workout routine and into your fit lifestyle and just watch everything get a little bit better. Yes. So we hope this podcast serves you. And um, what we're going to do is keep putting out this great content for you. We want to give you actionable tips and advice that you can use in your fitness lifestyle. Um, and again, there's somebody that you know that you're connected to that can use this advice also. So pass this along, share it on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We appreciate your attention and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Peace. See you later, guys. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in. 
and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.